Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 6 of Tomo-chan is a Girl. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So already from the title screen, it seems like things might get interesting, you know. Seeing as how there's going to be some sort of birthday involved here, I can only imagine that somebody is going to try and give a thoughtful gift for somebody else. Now I guess Tomo got a neat pair of sunglasses, and uh... You know, that's one thing, but I don't know if that's enough of a conflict to uh you know, center an entire episode around. Although, seeing as how Tom was making a big deal about being older now, I can only assume that June's birthday is, you know, not that late after hers. So it's... It's sort of this situation where Tom was taking advantage of the fact that she's older just because it's such a fleeting thing. And, you know, it does seem to be a, a pretty standard thing that she sort of lords her age over everybody else in the, uh, the brief amount of time that she is older. So, Misuzu, you know, it doesn't really seem like she put too much thought into her gift. Carol, on the other hand, has... Oh, dear. She's bringing all sorts of fanfare and drops a literal gold ingot on Tomo's desk. Like, I mean, I guess good on Carol for being able to carry an ingot like that, like it's nothing. Yeah, you know, I... Ah... Uh, I feel bad for Carol. Nothing good is going to come out of this. You know, Misuzu's basically probably trying to just, you know, string her along and do something untoward. Carol doesn't deserve that. Like, 
she's not highly intelligent to put it mildly, but she's good natured, you know? I guess, if nothing else, Misuzu and Carol have conspired to give Tomo a makeover. You know, girly clothes, a wig. I question the wisdom of what exactly they're doing here. You know, the idea here is that they're trying to get Tomo to be more girly, but... I mean, I don't know, like, I guess a wig is in order if her haircut isn't particularly girly. But... I don't know, I'm more of the opinion that you should sort of, like, work with what you have and work to improve here. Because, like, yeah, the haircut's not doing Tomo any favors, but, you know, hair grows longer, you know, it's it's a problem that time will solve. Now, the uh, the wardrobe and the makeup, on the other hand, you know, that's definitely something they can work on, and... Like, I recognize that I'm just talking about, like, images on a screen here, but it is kind of interesting how radical the transformation is. I mean, you know, seeing as how these are all drawings, you know, they can make the, uh, the difference as radical as they want, but I guess I just kind of have to wonder why they made Tomo a brunette, you know? Like, I think I can kind of get my head around what they're doing here you know they're trying to help out tomo by i guess you know pushing her into the deep end but yeah you know it, it seems like they're up to something here you know they're saying like oh boy you know we want ice cream now so we're going to force you to go out into public like this Oh, Tomo doesn't understand. You know, hey guys, let me change first. Haha, <laughs> lol no. You're going to have to go walk around in public like this. And, you know, I feel like this really would only raise more questions than it could possibly answer. Because, like, suppose somebody sees Tomo and recognizes her, they will naturally wonder what's going on and frankly I don't think there's a good answer so you know almost immediately the inevitable occurred Jun saw Tomo as she is now but you know oddly enough he doesn't appear to recognize her I guess more interestingly it seems like he might but he's not willing to uh necessarily address the issue. Alright, you know, I'm I'm sort of undecided here. Cause Jun is making it pretty clear that he's likely not the sharpest tool in the shed. But he's also making the reasonable deduction that yeah this girl's face looks like Tomo, but you know, she's wearing clothes she wouldn't wear. And she has makeup she wouldn't use, and she has an entirely different haircut, you know. I mean, I feel like maybe the issue could be sort of circumvented just by asking. You know, even if you do seem silly and you end up being wrong, you know, at least you can sort of console yourself with the idea that 
this person is a stranger and you never need to see them again. If, in fact, this woman isn't Tomo. Yeah, you know, I don't think Jun's using, like, his best cognitive skills here. You know, oh, this girl's too tall to be Tomo, not taking into account the fact that she's wearing heels. And, I don't know, like, I, I've seen heels make a pretty significant difference. Alright, so I can only imagine that sort of overseeing this soccer game, you know, Tomo's going to sort of reflect on her station in life. You know, there's a tomboyish girl playing soccer. You know, surely she can't help but draw some parallels. And you know what? The strangest part about all of this is that Tomo's playing it up as if she's essentially a stranger. You know, I'm sure like this is never going to become like a big issue where Jin puts two and two together and like confronts her about it or anything like that, but you know, I just can't help but think that, you know, if this situation were to unravel, it would just be awkward, you know? Like, why... In Jun's situation, I would have to wonder, what was the point of the subterfuge? You know, why would you obfuscate your identity and do all this stuff and pretend to be a stranger? You know... And, like, I don't think I would necessarily assume ill intention, nor would June in this case, but I'd just be baffled by the absurdity of it all, really. I mean, when you think about it, it is kind of absurd that Tomo's even sort of, like, weighing it in her mind whether or not she should admit that she is who she is. Oh, dear. Yeah, so she went to buy ice cream, but, you know, she just sort of got sidetracked, so now it's all melted. Well, I guess that's going to be some thank you for her friends, you know, melted ice cream. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. You know, Carol and Masuzu were actually preparing, like, a surprise party. And now that Masuzu's asking about Jun, it seems to me that maybe they set up this entire thing. You know, that is very interesting if they perhaps set up this whole thing basically just to give them cover to set up a surprise party like that's uh that's a whole other level of devious and frankly bizarre behavior i guess as could reasonably be expected you know jun just sort of like has to make sure tomo is who she appears to be after all you know 
I mean, for all we know, he, you know, he could think he met like a body snatcher or something, like a doppelganger, and a frankly a pale imitation from his perspective. Man, you know, I don't think playing dodgeball with Tomo would be very fun if that's how seriously she takes it. So there we have it again, you know, she gets sort of shunted into the boys class for dodgeball just because, you know, she can't be trusted not to injure everybody in the girls class. And I guess, understandably, she's none too happy about it, you know, it sort of reflects poorly on her, but... Like, you really just have to temper your own behavior if that's the case. Ah, oh boy, here we have it. You know, those delinquents from before... They don't know what they're in for. Yeah, you know... If Tomo weren't enough, Jun's there too, and they have certainly good reason to not want to interact with either of them. Oh dear. Yeah, it seems like things are going to swiftly become dangerous. I mean, some of the other guys, like, they don't know. They think it's just dodgeball, but, you know. Like, seeing as how Misaki was immediately a casualty, I feel like other people would sort of understand that this is no mere game. This is life and death. So, it would seem as though... The other team in the finals has basically like a mountain gorilla for a teammate, but frankly, seeing what everybody's done this far, you know, that would only be a fair match against Tomo and Jun. Yeah. You know, that is something nice about Carol. At least she's sort of, like, somewhat grounded. You know, she sort of understands that a volleyball team with her and Misuzu on it, you know, they couldn't possibly win. And she's just sort of sanguine about the fact that their loss was an inevitability. So it's interesting that this giant gorilla guy, he kind of knows Tomo by name and by reputation, and, you know, he seems eager to start something. Yeah, you know, it's interesting how, I guess, there's sort of like... A bit of a hierarchy here, and he's trying to establish stakes. Basically, you know, if he wins, Jun has to join the judo club. And... I don't know, I guess the idea is that Tomo's impressive, but 
So is Jun, and he's not a part of any clubs. Therefore, you know, it's free real estate, so to speak. Yeah, you know, that was to be expected. This guy wasn't paying attention at all, so immediately he just gets sort of, um, ragdolled by the dodgeball. Poor guy, you know, I don't think his arm was supposed to bend like that, but I guess that's kind of what you get for not paying attention. So I like how, you know, Tomo's getting all up in arms about the gorilla injuring Tanabe when she's essentially been, you know, putting people in the hospital herself, you know. It's not like she's been holding back. Oh dear. And it seems like regardless of whether or not she holds back, you know, there's not a whole lot she can do. Now, I'm not exactly a dodgeball professional here, but I was under the impression that if you caught a ball that somebody threw at you, the person who threw the ball is out, so... You know, if those are indeed the rules, like, Tomo should already be out, and... Jin wouldn't have had to necessarily intercept that throw. And I guess it's nice fodder for drama, you know, even if this is just, like, high school dodgeball. You know, I'm wondering if Jin's actually going to have to uh, own up to that bet, seeing as how he did in fact lose. You know, that was sort of like the terms of the agreement, if I lose, but, you know, the team as a whole hasn't lost yet, so I guess... I mean, I guess by any reasonable interpretation, it's based on the team here. Wow, that is insanely underhanded. I was under the impression that, you know, once you're out, like, that's it. But Tomo just sort of uses somebody off the court to throw the ball at his back. And if that's not bad enough, you know, they actually won. Like, that's just not a legal move, you know, that is blatant cheating and not even attempting to hide it. And I don't know why nobody's calling her out for it. I mean, I guess the salient point here is that she had fun and she got to spend time with Jun, but... I don't know. Yeah... You know, it's interesting. I'm wondering if this is sort of like a swan song, seeing as how Tom was talking about how, like, you know, it's nice to still goof around with Jun, but, you know, maybe we can't stay like this forever. And it seems to me that this is a little bit of foreshadowing that, like, yeah, the relationship is going to have to change.
So it is interesting that even though this guy is the supposed judo expert, you know, Jun doesn't have any difficulty basically just countering him. And I feel like the real explanation here is that whenever Jun does basically anything, Tomo immediately resorts to violence. So he basically has, you know, years and years of practice. You know, despite being ostensibly the antagonist, it's nice that these two guys are like, sort of, kind of getting along. Or at the very least, they're not being openly antagonistic. Alright, this is interesting, you know, we're getting the other side of things. You know, Jun's in a situation where he no longer really knows what to do about Tomo, you know. He had a goal, but then the situation changed. It is interesting that he did sort of ask that guy for advice, and... You know, I don't know that he would necessarily be in a position to give it, but I guess that shows that Jin really doesn't know what to do if he's willing to ask, like, the dude he was just fighting with. Now this is actually some, I guess, kind of interesting introspection in that Jun feels he has only improved as a person as a function of Tomo being his friend. And I guess, if anything, that would give him like a good reason to uh, pursue a relationship rather than just sort of muddle around in the status quo. Alright, well that's it for this episode.
If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.